It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. So I had an epiphany this week. I have these students who are always eating lunch in my classroom and they never leave me alone during lunch. And it's happened every year since I started teaching. And at first I never like really cared or thought about it. I thought, oh, I'm a cool teacher. They just want to hang out with me. Mm -hmm. But lately I've been thinking like, do they not have a life? Like, what are they <laughs> hanging out with me? Like, I'm not that cool. Like, why are they in my classroom every day? But that's not the epiphany that I had. The epiphany that I had is I was that kid in high school. I ate lunch in my biology teacher's classroom every day. And so like, I think I maybe wish these damn kids would leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was a nerd that didn't have a life in high school. But that made me want to ask you guys, like, where, what was your lunch situation? Did you ever eat lunch with your teachers? Did you like hang out with your friends like cool kids should? Or was I alone in this? I definitely had a table in like the lunch area. We had like an inside outside kind of lunch sitting situation. We had a huge freaking school. So my table was this weird eclectic mix of like evangelical Christian kids, super nerds who played like Pokemon at the lunch table and like weird emo kids. And I fit into all three of those categories <laughs> in high school. So uh, definitely sat at that table every day. And my high school had bomb lunches. And like to this day, sometimes I miss those taco bowls. They were just so freaking good. What? Taco bowls? That's yes, man. They were so good. <laughs> that is fancy. I remember eating like a bowl of rice for lunch, like just plain what? rice. So I'm like, what is this? Oh, I didn't even question yeah. it. What about you, Nicole? So high school, I ate at, in the cafeteria. Everyone ate in the cafeteria. I don't know anyone that ate with a teacher. Um, the teachers, we had like monitored lunches. So a bunch of teachers would actually eat in the cafeteria with us, but they'd be like up front and we would have our own tables just to make sure nothing went wrong at an all-girls Catholic high school. I mean, I don't really know what could go wrong, but... Never Things know. getting crazy at yeah. lunchtime. <laughs> um, I always brought my own lunch because I was in high school when Michelle Obama decided that we all needed to eat healthy and changed our school lunches. <laughs> so we had uh, nothing really too good to eat. And I had big chocolate chip cookies yeah. and taco bowls and french fries. I love yeah. you, Michelle. I love you. But <laughs> oh my, God. my students but, still complain. They're like, right? carrot sticks? What is <laughs> Were the yeah. teachers ever like kind of checking out who has the junk food oh no you guys ever get in trouble for they like all sat up front they definitely talked crap about like their kids and their classes for sure but <laughs> they're passing no. out a flask under the table right just like, like I, I really wouldn't doubt it but my school is so small i graduated with 70 other people so it was really small i sat with my friends we didn't really have like a popular group everyone kind of just sat around like i don't know we, we didn't really have clicks in high school i guess yeah. yeah. Actually, my school was kind of similar to that as my class was like 98 and nobody was, they didn't, everybody knew each other. So there wasn't yeah. really like a popular, like there weren't really cliques. We had majors. I went to an art school. Um, so oh, we had the theater majors and the music majors mm. and the visual artists and the dancers. And so you were all a like bunch mingle. of weirdos. We were all weirdos. <laughs> we were literally everybody that you described. <laughs> But we had the option of eating in the cafeteria or going off campus. And our school was directly across the street from Fenway Park. So pretty much all the food oh, that so was in cool. that area. That's yeah, we, 
We get free uh, Red Sox tickets every year that the team would donate. I would definitely dip at lunchtime and go to a Red Sox game and be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I must have got food poisoning at lunch, and it hit me so fast. (laughs) This happens every day, Nicole. What is going on? If the Red Sox had a day game, then we didn't have any school. Or it was like half a day. That is so cool. That happens like a lot. Well, we had school like September through October. Like our first day was like the end of August. So there were probably like maybe like – Two or th- two, you. three. Yeah, but what about like the beginning of the season and like the They're cool time. art kids, okay, oh. Nicole? They oh, need yeah. their yeah. freedom. They would just go I'm, sketch in the stands. Yo, I'm just jealous. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm jealous. It was fun. It was fun. I love my Dang. high school. Shout out to BAA. That's so cool. Now I wish they would make like a like a high school musical about your high school. Yeah. Right. Oh man. We would actually do our own musicals. There was one time where like fame was like famous or whatever. I think it was around the same time, or at least there was a movie that was about an art school and we were like doing a show theater kids. That was a theater major. If you couldn't have cast it. (laughs) And we, there was one time like before the show where we were in between shows and we were just like wanting something to eat, but the teachers ordered us pizza and we were like, Shrimp and lobster, shrimp and lobster. Shrimp <laughs> oh and my lobster. god! And we literally danced the uh, the entire halls talking about give us shrimp and lobster. Oh, oh my gosh! It was Iconic. A good time. The teacher in me is like cringing out of the like, oh, Get rid of these kids, <laughs> ingrateful children. Well, I think it's settled. We need to have a pop culture junkie musical. It'll be set in high school. It'll be. Like uh, Machine Gun Kelly's extended music video for his album. Are we all playing ourselves in high school? Because that's going to be cringe and I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> It'll be like the breakfast club. Oh, man. <laughs> Dibs on the, on the weirdo. I'll be Ali Sheedy's character. <laughs> I grew up to be her. <laughs> Maybe not in high school, but I've evolved. <laughs> Coming in hot from the Valley of the Sun. It's the Pop Culture Junkie Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Pop Culture Junkie Podcast. We hope you are having a fantastic week, and we are excited to be back with another episode. And before we get into our introductions, just want to say shout out to all of our fans in Egypt. We love you guys. Thanks for holding it down in Cairo and getting us on the charts. (laughs) We love you, Egypt. So this, this episode is for you. And uh, I'm here, junkie number one, or four or seven, depending on the day. Haley, I am here. We've got Shauna. Hi. And we've got Nicole. Hello, everyone. And, of course, we've got number one in all of our hearts, junkie (laughs) Alex. Stop it. Actually, when you said we have Nicole, I was about to be like, that's me. (laughs) It could be Nicole. I could be Alex for the day. Let's just all switch switch. for the day. Let's do it. (laughs) Actually, my story this week is a very Nicole story, so I think I'm channeling you. Hey. Hey. We've just spent so much time together now at this point that we're just starting. Our personalities are starting to blend. We're just laughing. We're one and the same. All right. What have you guys been watching this week? I know there's been, it's been a busy week news-wise and lots of stuff. Well, let's start with what we've been watching and give some reviews, pop it or drop it. And uh, let's start with Nicole. Um, I've been watching my bank account drop because I've been spending too much money. <laughs> hey, girl, <laughs> same. Relatable. <laughs> I've been watching The Masked Singer, which was very interesting last week because I don't know why, but I had a feeling that this person was going to be in it. Spoilers, it was Nick Cannon who was revealed, and he's actually the host of The Masked Singer, but was not the host. I was just host. about to say, isn't he the host? Yeah, so he actually <laughs> wasn't hosting this season. It was actually Niecy Nash, and ah. last week, Niecy's like, you know what, it's not going to be America's vote this week. It's going to be my vote on who gets eliminated, and then she chose the bulldog. He took off his mask. It was Nick Cannon. I'm like, okay, so they had this all set up. Yeah, she obviously maybe. knew it yeah. was him, so she could just be there for the amount of time he was doing his thing for half of the season. And everyone was like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay. Like, come on. You couldn't guess. Like, <laughs> it was Nick Cannon. Right. That and then also. So is he going to go back to being the host? Yeah. This uh, okay. previous episode that aired um, this week, he was the hosting. Just shenanigans. Shenanigans nice. all around. 
Yes, but crazy. That's what what a twist. And Law and Order, SVU, and Organized Crime. I am loving Organized Crime. Me I feel like it's too. different and it's like it's like Empire meets Law and Order. Yes. Okay. I'm really into it. My dad is even loving it. He goes, I actually enjoyed this one. I'm going to watch it. I'm like, okay, dad, let's watch it together. Yeah. I'm sad it's only eight me. episodes. Oh my gosh. I know. We're already two in. Mm. Going to be three. I know. Is it Hopefully eight it episodes me. now, then a break, and then maybe like a month or two later, the rest of the episodes? Or is it just this one season gets only eight episodes? It was supposed to be 13 originally, 13 episodes. And then because of COVID and stuff, the run had to get cut down to eight. But it's just, they just announced like this eight episode arc. They haven't renewed it for another season, but I think they'd be stupid not to because... Yeah. Seems to be doing really well. Yeah, they're yeah, getting all their views it from me. it. Like, so, yeah. I'm going to have yeah. to start watching it. Right. It's, and what's cool about it is even if you've never seen any Law and Order, like you can pick up with organized crime, and all you need to know is Stabler's wife was murdered and he's trying to find who who killed her. So, pretty much. Right. It yeah. might be boinking that other lady, which we discussed. <laughs> and last hopefully, week. not quite yet. <laughs> so, not there's right. a storyline with this one because I think last yeah. week you guys were saying that there's not, the episodes don't necessarily matter which order or yeah yeah so okay. organized crime there is a storyline so far with the two episodes that have aired there's been a storyline but special victims unit there's really not a storyline but there kind of is now because the two shows intertwine with one another yeah okay yeah i'm just saying okay but <laughs> i've never seen it but yes ch- check out organized crime for sure like yeah. really it's a really good mm-hmm. it's different than your procedural white mm-hmm. cop show I'm super into it, too. Chana, what about you? What have you been watching this week? So one of my favorite animes, My Hero Academia, came back on air three weeks ago. Uh, They're released weekly. So my husband and I watched the subtitled version of that one. We only have a couple animes that we like to watch the dub of. Most of the time we like the Mm. sub. Uh, But it's been really good this season so far. I feel like it's really starting to pick up it's funny like the first episode of every season is always a recap of like this is what all the kids superpowers are and i'm like well we've been watching this for so many seasons for everybody who's listening doesn't know my hero academia is this society where 80 percent of society has superpowers or a quirk they call it of some sort so some of them are more inclined to uh, fighting than others, and some are just really random and unnecessary. <laughs> but, like X-Men. Uh, yeah, like, exactly. Like the one kid can blow stuff up, but the other kid just turns into water, and you're like, That is oh. completely it. One kid <laughs> can it. shoot, like, tape out of his elbows, but then the other kid has, like, bazookas for hands. Like, <laughs> which one's going to be the better hero? <laughs> but... They all go to a high school, as many characters do in these uh, animes. One character, the main character, was born without a quirk, but he's always wanted to be a hero. And the main, like, Superman character of the show is called All Might. He runs into All Might in the streets. He's saved by him, and it turns out that All Might earned his superpower from somebody passing it down to him. He was also born without a quirk. And he's like been looking for somebody to pass his down to. So he passes it to the main character. He gets his quirk. So yeah, it's just his adventures at uh, his hero academia and learning how to be a superhero. But it's really cute. It's really good. And like you can tell like it's, it's appropriate for kids. But at the same time, there's definitely some like dark things going in there too. So I'd say more teenage age bracket there is this like hogwarts but kids can shoot tape out their elbows yes absolutely (laughs) so yes so every they put them through all of these fake scenarios where they have to save civilians and they learn how to be superheroes once they graduate high school but then there's actual villains out in the world who keep attacking the high school uh, so they have to fight those off how many seasons of the show are there this is season five that just started there's been two feature-length movies that have come out that are canon, but yeah, so that's been my poppet this week. Really loving nice. that my hero Academia is back, especially that now that Tack on Titan isn't going to be back until winter, which is killing me because I want to know how it ends so bad. It's like you wait so long for these shows, and then they're like, psych, we're going on hiatus. I hate that. That's like Superman and Lois did that. It's like, we drew you in only to disappear. 
Yeah. Maybe yep. it was the pandemic that kept these, you know, characters away from each other. You know, yeah, can it be maybe brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain? Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Taping people up. Risk of COVID. Yeah, I think for this one, it's just like they, for a lot of animes, they want them to be able to catch up with the manga Sometimes if an anime hasn't caught up with the manga, like they have to make a bunch of filler episodes and you can always tell mm. when you're watching it because there's always an episode in anime where all the characters go to the beach for some reason. They just are like, let's just put aside all the evil fighting and go to the beach. And you're like, okay, it's a filler episode. That's chill. That's chill. <laughs> <laughs> let's see oh, all of our man. favorite characters play volleyball. That's That's fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've also watched Falcon and Winter Soldier this week. You guys caught up? Yeah. Oh my oh. God. All I keep saying is Steve would never. Steve would never. <laughs> Steve would never. It is so true. I man, it's so it's really interesting to me how they I mean, we all hated John Walker straight out the gate, right? Yeah, we same. I mean, we all did. There, there's no way he could have done anything to convince us otherwise. Mm. And we all knew, you know, if you're familiar with the comics at all and you know, like, U.S. agent as a character, he's very, like, soldier by the book, like, by any means necessary, like, you've got to take care of business kind of thing. And so, at least going in, like, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm going to get out of John Walker. That being said, by bringing in his wife and bringing in Lamar and kind of showing a little bit of his story and him talking about kind of some of the guilt that he expressed of what he's done in the military. They did a lot to humanize him. Didn't make you like him, but they did a lot to humanize him. And I think that is what made that scene with the shield. Like when he took the serum, I was like, oh man, how could you? But in the back of my head, I'm like, I I can't say that I wouldn't eat. You know what I mean? Like if I was put in that situation and made the new Captain America and everyone's looking at me and I keep getting my ass handed to me, you have to live up to this expectation of what people yeah. have and of right. someone who came before you that everyone adored. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's what I love about the MCU. Like the MCU always knows how to humanize their like villains. And mm-hmm. whether it's in the movie or whether it's in you know, the shows that we've been watching, including with WandaVision. Yeah. It, that's what uh, makes that's what makes these moments so so painful sometimes. Because you're like, mm-hmm. not that I was rooting for him, but you know, he's got the shield. So part yeah. of you is like you know, come on, man. Don't we do were that. We for you. How dare uh, you? I did have a question yeah. for the episode, though. So in the episode, spoiler for anybody, or, you know, try to keep it as, you know, with minimal details. <laughs> How does Sam know the Flag Smashers? Like, it seems like they've had a relationship before, but I couldn't, I might have missed it somehow. I don't think he knows them. I think when he was speaking to her and he's like, I know you, I think it was more... I can relate to your struggle. Mm-hmm. I understand that you're doing like you're trying to fight for your people. Like I think he was speaking on more poetic terms. The, um, the, um, who's the um, who's kind of like the leader? I, I forget their name. Oh, the girl. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, well, she called his sister. So it's like, and they knew each other. So I was like, is there were they? Did I don't think she knew. I don't think she knew his sister. I think yeah. it was, yeah, it was um, the sister's getting a phone call from a stranger. But I think okay. she, I think that leader knew his sister um, or knew who his sister was because she had done some some research. Yeah, Carly. Carly's her name. That leader. Okay, yeah, yeah, and Carly. I think she. 
Because if you think about it, I mean, he's the Falcon. So yeah. I imagine his his info is pretty readily accessible. He's got an IMDb page or for superhero.com yeah. or something like <laughs> family members. Include. Avenger Wiki. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But but even then, that's another good example of someone who's humanized. I mean, they really mm. like they've really done a lot to humanize the Flag Smashers and yeah. You know, uh, man, man, just broke my heart when the um, the character that spoiler again ends up getting his face smashed in with a uh, shield. Yeah. Like, God, 10 minutes before he was talking to Carly and he's like, you know, I used to be a Captain America fan yeah. and then just to die at the hands of, you know, quote, oh Captain my America. God. Yeah. I like, didn't make that connection. That's crazy. Right? That's deep. And she kind of teased him about it. And like, yeah, I mean, Cap- everybody loved Captain America, even if you're not living in America. Like, I mean, really, the Avengers saved the entire world. But there's so much symbolism behind that shield. And like, does it have a place in society right now? Especially when mm-hmm. people see America as the world police. And-, mm-hmm. and he did mention that he thought he felt like she, Carly, was his Captain America. Like he looked at her like that kind of hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you could be Captain America too. If you really like put your mind to it. Stop yeah, I mean, at least the way that she people. inspired him. <laughs> Did you guys see the mid season trailer? Yes. That they really, that, that, okay. They've got this scene again, spoiler. Uh, they've got this scene at the end where, it looks like John Walker. It looked like he had two shields, and I might be totally tripping and Ooh, just I'm seeing have to look things. That again. But he definitely had something in each hand. But he's got the shield in one hand and something else. Just and, a gun. Uh, he's just straight maybe. up. To- <laughs> yeah, he's got an AK. He's just ready to go. Um, <laughs> but he's looking at Sam and Sam and Bucky are looking at him, and John Walker says, "You don't want to do this," and yeah. Bucky says. Yes, we do. And you just can tell it's going to go down. Yeah, F him up, Buckster. Buckster, we go way back. It's crazy. I can't believe there's only two episodes left, so that makes me mad. But that's depressing. Yeah. Ah. That was fast. It went by so fast. And then we'll have Loki soon enough. That's true. I am very excited for Loki. And even between that, Black Widow. So I know Marvel's kept keeping us fed. They're keeping us fed. Keep it coming. I'm hungry. It'll be interesting to see who picks up the shield at the end and who is is the new cat. Who do you want it to be? Do you want it to be Sam or Bucky? I want it to be Sam. Yeah. I think that this show is really Sam's journey to feeling like he, quote, you know, earned the shield because it didn't feel like it was his or he didn't feel like it was his in the beginning. And I think that now that he's gone through this journey of like seeing all, you know, these people fighting for their right to live and whether, you know, the different ways people are going about using super soldier serum and what they're fighting for. I think he's going to be like, all right, I could do this. Yeah. And actually I, I, I agree with that too. Cause also he kind of learned that there were other like, you know, black Americans in the mm-hmm. past that were giving this serum, but were kept on the down low. Mm-hmm. I hope we visit that character again too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It was very impactful. Yeah. I agree. I think I think Sam's the one that needs to be the new the new face of the franchise, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. Bucky just needs to get like laid or something. I don't know. <laughs> Bucky can just come move into my house. My husband's <laughs> he'll be fine with it. <laughs> it'll work I out. Love it. uh, it's fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, okay. So speaking of superheroes that we maybe were rooting for and let us down. Alex, I know you watched Thunder Force this week. Tell oh, us about yeah. it. Pop it or drop it. I'm going to pop it for Melissa McCarthy and drop it for everything else. Um, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy was funny. You know, also, she was looking good in that movie. She was looking right. I was like, because I was watching it with, with my partner, and then I was like, yo, babe, like, <laughs> if Melissa McCarthy was out here right now, who would be but, uh, <laughs> she's gonna be moving to your house i'll get sebastian right, stan you get melissa mccarthy <laughs> we're yeah, gonna but, oh nicole already has thor that's true that's right yeah i don't know i just don't i feel like it lacked storyline like it lacked any sort of like you know character development there was like there's no reason for me to care oh that so sucks I wasn't, no, yeah, that's a bummer but other than melissa mccarthy being funny and sexy such good <laughs> actresses too. Like that's such a letdown yeah, with Octavia Spencer, yeah. Melissa McCarthy. 
right? Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yeah, yeah like, him too. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm. I was so mad. He was just walking around with crab hands. I was like, I'm wow, <laughs> serious about this joke. The paycheck must have looked good if they all agreed to do it. Right. Absolutely. Well, it's a, it's a Netflix movie, right? I feel like mm-hmm. Netflix, uh, they're hit and miss, man. They really yeah, are. Yeah, they really just throw a lot of money at crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, they've employed what Adam Sandler for all of his yeah. ridiculous oh, God, movies. Hubie Halloween, stop <laughs> yeah. it! Adam that was so funny. I loved that. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, that I thought fun. it was, was funny, fun but I and I loved that they brought back Julie Bowen. I was really excited because yes. I was like, oh, Happy Gilmore! Like, Julie, yes. you know, they're reunited. But I'm sorry, you cannot believe. Julie Bowen's character falling for Hubie Hall. No, no. That happens in so many of those Adam oh. Sandler movies. I'm like, that hot chick is not <laughs> sleeping with him. Like, come no, on. No He's way. He's not even charming. He's just chaotic. He doesn't like, even bathe. He's just like gym shorts 24 7. Oh, my gosh. So, actually, I wanted to, t- I want to like try something out, something out, something new. Um, okay. Kind of, uh, you know, goes along with the pop it or drop it. But, I, you know, Thinking about doing some haiku reviews, as you know, I mentioned I came from art school. <laughs> so, Ooh, yes, all right. I read, so there's so here's a here's a haiku. McCarthy funny. The rest I can do without. No for Thunder Force. <laughs> Dang snaps. Wait, snaps. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, it was legit. I, thank you, thank you, thank you. Actually, so another thing I watched, another kind of like haiku review I did was for Invincible. On Amazon Prime, is it? Yes, I, so. I want to mm-hmm. watch that so bad. I'm obsessed with Stephen Yoon. I love him. All right, so this is how I feel in haiku okay, form. Okay, I'm ready. Too strong for TV. Heart racing in every scene. Invincible rocks. Nice. Yeah. That was good. No, it's dope. Good. Invincible is so good. Oh, man. And it's so, it's like, it, it's it's gory. and But, you know, it really like plays with like different like family dynamics and just like, you know, this kid going through high school and realizing he has, like, superpowers and, like, trying to be a regular teen. His dad has superpowers, too, right? Yeah. That's where he gets oh, yeah. them from. He's, yeah. He's from some planet out there. And his dad has, like, some secret going on. Ooh. And that just, like, you just mm. want to, like, I don't know what it is. Nobody knows what it is. And, like, his wife is, like, figuring it out. It's crazy. So, like, yeah. you know, we're talking about family dynamics. It's, like, all these things that these characters are doing in this house you know, all these secrets they're holding. And, you know, it's just, I love the show. You said it's Uh, on Amazon? It's on Amazon Prime, yeah. I'm going to have to give it a whirl. I really liked the Harley Quinn cartoon. I have, I never ended up finishing it, but a friend and I were watching it together for a little while. And like, it's super funny, super gory, but I kind of like that, like, over-the-top gore animation for cartoons. Like, these heroes are exploding people's heads with their hands. (laughs) Yeah. You can see their guts and eyeballs just, like, pop out. It's kind of gross. It caught me off guard because I, like, I don't watch animated stuff, like, hardly ever, like, outside of The Simpsons, probably, and then whatever, like, PJ Masks and Paw Patrol that my kids are watching, so. (laughs) That doesn't get uber-violent. Right, yeah, no one, no one's <laughs> eyes are bulging out of their skulls, you know? Like, so, but Invincible, I will say, I, I like the animation style. It reminds me of, like, old-school Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah, I kind of got that. Because I, I also got, like, Adventures of Jackie Chan vibes. At least from yeah. The, 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 yeah, that's the, what it looks like in the, the trailer drawings. to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I liked I liked that a lot because some animation style, like, just immediately turns me off. It's, like, grating mm-hmm. for my eyes, and I'm like, I can't. But I like I like this animation and I love the voice acting. Great. You've got J.K. Simmons and Stephen Ewan, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. You've got Carrie Payton, who's great in everything he's ever done. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's he's an exceptional voice actor. And you've got Zachary Quinto mm-hmm. and just a, a tons cast, of people. Yeah. 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 Ma- Maharshala. Mar- is that how you pronounce his name? Maharshala, Maharshala I think. Yeah. Well, he was he came into the last episode that just aired. Oh, mm. like, he can move into my house. Okay, I'm claiming him for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> We've all got our torrid love affairs uh, squared away, and I fa- I'm feeling good about it. I feel like I'm we're in a good, good. place. This is going to go great for all of our relationships and lives. <laughs> I love it. Hi, I'm Haley the Brave, teacher and mom by day, cosplayer and pop culture junkie by, well, also by day. I'm obsessed with all things fandom, and I love to talk about it. So join me and some of my friends as we geek out about TV, movies, music, 
and all the awesome things that make life worth living. Listen to my podcast, 30 Nerdy and Thriving, available now on all major streaming platforms. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm going to just hop in and kind of just go with the, the sad news first. So yeah, can, let's do it. I just want to pay respects to DMX. He passed this uh, past weekend. You know, if you've been following the story, he got um, admitted to a hospital after kind of a, a heart attack that was caused by what they say uh, uh, it was a drug overdose. So, you know, I obviously want to take the time to just tell people to, you know, be there for their friends and family that might be going through some, you know, either depression or substance abuse. Because, you know, I feel like we all have that person that mm-hmm. we know or have seen that's in our lives that has come victim to, you know, this disease. Because it's a disease. People, oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, are reacting to, you know, their their circumstances, their life, their environment, whether it's through their, their relationship or just what's in front of them. And, you know, fall victim to this escape, this momentary escape, and then keep wanting it because there's no support. So I just want to let people, you know, encourage people to be there for for their families if they see that they, you know, are going through this. And with that, also want to just also give a shout out to Kid Cudi, who on SNL paid tribute to Chris Farley and uh, Kurt Cobain in his uh, SNL performances. Um, I thought that was beautiful. You know, it kind of goes together. Kid Cudi is one of my favorite artists. And, you know, he does a lot of his album, especially the most recent one, Man on the Moon 3, um, you know, talks about uh, these sort of things, substance abuse and depression and how to deal with it and you know, be comfortable with who you are and, you know, still try to, to do the best that you can, even with all yeah. the stuff that's going around. But, yeah, those are a well couple said. things that I saw. No, I totally agree. Everything you said, spot on. And I love Kid Cudi, too. Like, and I love anything that smashes gender norms like that. Just Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, so he wore a shirt with Chris Farley's face on it during his first song. And then uh, Tequila Shots was his first song that he performed on SNL. And then wore um, kind of like this this dress similar to one that Kurt Cobain wore. Uh, yeah, a long, like, floral him. dress. Yeah. yeah. It was just kind of the same pattern. The cut, I don't think, was the same. I think Kid Cudi's had like a, like a, I don't know, like a thinner strap. I don't know how what these are called. But spaghetti strap. Spaghetti strap. <laughs> but regardless, um, people could, people knew what he was doing mm-hmm. and who he yeah. was tributing. So that was that was really cool. I saw that too. I love that uh, he did that tribute to Kurt Cobain because. You know, that's it's I guess it's not something that you would maybe normally expect because it's like cross genres and it just shows like legends appreciating legends, which is always yeah, cool. Exactly. Yes. All right. What else what was big in the news that stuck out to you this week? So even though it ended, there still is some news going around about the Bachelor slash Bachelorette franchise. Always drama. Um, oh, yeah. We love to see it for sure. So our favorite couple, Claire and Dale, are officially back together. What? Yes. Big mm. news. Big news. I know. They made it Instagram official the other day. They posted a picture together. Um, but, I mean, it was kind of, I was kind of skeptical about it. Um, I kind of figured they were back together because a few weeks ago there were already pictures coming out of them together. Holding hands, like walking down the beach together and stuff. So I was like, okay, they're probably either working things out, just friends, or they are officially back together. So, yes, they are. Back together. Who knows how it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. We'll see how long it lasts once again. But I give him all the love and congratulations and well wishes. But in other news as well, our man Matt James and our girl Rachel Kirkconnell were in New York together. And some things did go down. So Rachel is... The woman who won Matt James's season, who was the most recent season of the Bachelor franchise, they ended up not staying together because there were pictures coming out of her at an antebellum-themed party, and Matt was not comfortable with it for obvious reasons, so he ended the relationship. And then on the after the final rose, the two sat down together, and Rachel was kind of, not like touchy-feely with him, but she was kind of like rubbing his shoulders and stuff, but he didn't seem uncomfortable by it. He didn't seem like he was moving away or anything, so I guess that's okay, but you could tell she's She's down with rubbing things and shoulders and legs. (laughs) Exactly. His mom's leg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go, yeah. This is what we do. Exactly. (laughs) Sorry, keep going. No, you're all good. (laughs) So they ended up meeting up in New York this previous week, and they talked things over, but... Matt told her he does not want to be with her, which crushed Rachel because she she thought that they would end up back together. But whatever, everyone deals with things differently. I don't know how he's completely dealing with the situation at hand of what has come out about her. Like I said, everyone deals with things differently. If it's true love, maybe he could find a way to get over it. But obviously it's not. Me personally, I think Matt went on the season to get more Instagram followers and fame because he has been hanging out with a lot more celebrities, getting a lot more brand deals Mm -hmm. and stuff. And now he's like, I just want to be single when literally a month ago he was ready for marriage. So I feel like that's (laughs) a common thread amongst a lot of these like reality show contestants. But there's also more drama if you'd like to hear. Spill the tea. Okay. Let's go. With Matt, he has reportedly been dating a girl, Grace, while he was still talking to Rachel this past month. And Rachel did not know about it until she saw. But they were just talking, right? Him and Rachel. They weren't like together. They were just like. Well, I mean, I think they were like talking. Quality time. Yeah, I think they were talking things over. I think Rachel thought that things were progressing. Mm. This is all rumors. I don't know how true it is. I think it's pretty true. So who knows? He's yeah. a player. I'm not, I'm not down with that. I, I've, I've been I've been two timed in my lifetime, <laughs> and it it did it was not pleasant. So ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah. But Hopefully they can figure their crap out. But I don't see them getting together. I think he's done and over with her with everything with that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's a lot to take in. It's yeah. A lot to yeah. take in, and everybody's watching you. For sure. Like, like oh, yeah. bro, like, really? She just did all this and you're still going to get her back? How do you know she actually loves you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. But, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure they will both move on with <laughs> yeah. young, hot, famous likes <laughs> and Instagram and all the hashtag stuff. I don't know. I think they They'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they can use their new, like, Cartier watches to dry their tears <laughs> or whatever. There you go. All right. So speaking of, you know, all eyes on you, everybody watching, all the expectations. I know a lot has gone down with this whole Khloe Kardashian thing. So Shawnee, you need to fill us in about all of this like unedited photo drama. Yes. Keeping See, up with the Kardashians. I told you I had a Nicole story. <laughs> I love okay. it. I don't know why I've been so invested in this this week. All right. So Khloe Kardashian's assistant accidentally posted a picture or released a picture of Khloe this past week that was completely unedited. I should throw in here, she looks beautiful in this picture. Like, no matter what size anybody is, you're beautiful. I love you all. Khloe Kardashian looks perfectly fine in this picture. She's in a bikini, perfectly flat stomach. She went above and beyond out of her way to try to get this picture taken down. She ended up releasing a statement that was like, I did not approve of this picture going up of me. And I mean, really, in my opinion, she dropped the ball on a chance to really speak to 
body issues. Like, I mean, I, on mm. one hand, her statement really, you know, she's like, I've been body shamed my whole life. I've always been seen as the quote, fat Kardashian. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people like have been picking apart my body for years. And, you know, that sucks. And I feel for her for that. Like, I, and I can totally see that she went through that. But on the other hand, if you look at all of her pictures and things that she posts, they are so edited, like above and beyond her Mm -hmm. waist, her ass, everything. So Mm. it's – and then she posted a um, video of herself taking a jacket off in order to prove like, this is what (laughs) I really look like. And that damn video is edited too. Like it's – it's just so annoying and it's just it it uh, the pressure that's on people to look perfect all the time and then to be like this is what I really look like and post more edited content when yeah. we can clearly see in that picture that that's what she really looks like. I don't know. You think we're dumb, Chloe? We're not dumb. <laughs> I wonder if it's because like that's kind of been her life. Like that's kind of like been kind of like what's put her out there. You know, she's always been on the screen. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if she, like, has to keep up these expectations that she's pretty much had for over a decade. Yeah. Um, you know, That's what to, I think. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, try to, like, maintain that image. Yeah. I, I think that's probably for a lot of how the Kardashians and really just, like, Instagram famous people, like, you have this perfect ideal image in your head of what you think you look like or the image you want to portray to people. And so you just edit the F out of every picture to look like that. But then I always wonder, okay, eventually people are going to see you in public because you're a human who exists in society. Like Maybe that helps her be a human in society. Maybe like it's all edited that when people see her in person, they're like, oh, that can't be her. They don't recognize her. Yeah, right? She, that's not Chloe. She doesn't look like herself. Oh, I'm just, I'm not going to say hi to that woman. That's not Chloe. I feel like body <laughs> dysmorphia definitely, you know, plays a role here because like she, she could look at that picture that you're talking about. And I just looked at, I just looked at the picture and you're exactly right. Like I'm like, dang, like, you know, goals. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But she may look at that and and see something completely mm-hmm. different than what yep. we see, you know. And and I I think that's just so common, not even just for celebrities. I, I think especially with social media and how prevalent mm-hmm. it is now, and how I know even like for me, as silly as it sounds, just starting podcasting and doing cosplay mm-hmm. and trying to kind of have a little bit of a persona or a presence online, mm-hmm. it like kind of effed with my head a little bit early oh, on, yeah. where. I was like, oh, man, like trying to carefully curate my posts and make sure like I'm getting those clicks and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, none of this matters. You know, what I mean? like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, none of it oh, matters. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You're just even yeah. going through that stressed, stressed me out just to think about. So yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah that's right. your life. Honestly. I'll admit yeah. that I am totally entrenched in like Instagram life. I mean, I scroll way more than mm-hmm. I should. I have carefully curated hashtags for pictures you know like i i'm totally about that but i i i get what you mean like you look at these pictures of people and it just makes you feel like shit honestly sometimes but then i i love these accounts sometimes where people are like this is what i honestly look like like this is just me unedited like people who are honestly willing to just i don't know be themselves and everyone's starting to look the same on Instagram right now, too. Now I sound like a total boomer. I sound Especially like such the, a boomer. After being locked down and that's like all we see is people on Instagram. Like, yes. now we're like, oh, no. Like yeah. Everybody has the exact same proportions and the same lips and the same noses and like foxy eyes now. Like, yeah. Yeah. everyone got yeah, the same plastic I'm, surgeon in L.A. this over quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, well, and you see like Chrissy Teigen quitting social media or like dropping out of Twitter, like because of that very thing. Like she's like, it's interfering with my family. It's interfering with my mental health. Like I got to bounce out of here. And I don't know. No, I agree. Yeah. Jamila Jamil, I think I'm saying her name correct. Mm-hmm. I really, I love her on The Good Place. She's amazing. Oh, yeah, I love that She's um, a body positive advocate. She's really posted a lot about being against those, you know, tummy teas and diet pills that celebrities like to shill, especially the Kardashians, <laughs> because mm-hmm. we know they didn't get that way taking diarrhea tea. Like, come <laughs> on, girls. <laughs> so, uh, and she, like, after Chloe posted that, you know, thing on her social media like you know i've been called out for my body for years jamila was like okay like that sucks but 
how about now you throw diet culture to the side and you promise to not, you know, try to shill pills to your followers anymore? Yeah. What about you just post the way that you look like if you're really so? She yeah, responded directly mm-hmm. to to what's mm-hmm. your Chloe? It? Yeah, it's been a little. Oh, wow. It's been a little rare, dramatic. For sure. But, yeah, I mean, social media definitely is like messed with my head. Like, I'll see all these perfect girls, and now I'm like, okay, like, I need to start working out, get a flat stomach, eat better. But then I'm like, I don't know. It just sucks. It really does, especially for not, like, saying that men don't go through it either, but I feel like girls have it a little worse. I mean, like I said, guys go through it too, but women, we just compare ourselves to every other woman we see on social media. Personally, like, I haven't put a picture of myself on my Instagram since I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> You're like my husband. No one knows what he looks like. <laughs> I, I don't know. And that's honestly a part of it because I don't always feel comfortable with the way I look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I just don't, you know, I, I got pictures of like my family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then I don't really like to share too much of my family, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's all this, this like these expectations that people have in the back of their head that's like created by this culture on social media. Yeah. I'm just like having to be perfect. Societal yeah. beauty standards are hard, man. Mm-hmm. Ah, so hard. Let's keep the mask forever. Cause <laughs> you can only see my eyes. I'm no, good. No, don't know what we look like. I, yeah. I honestly, the mask, I feel like I do feel like a superhero. I feel like I can right? go in and out of anywhere, <laughs> not be noticed. Right. I can just blend Gosh. in. I love it. Take it off. I'm always then. like licking my teeth underneath it, making stupid <laughs> faces. You're like, like, I've got bad breath, but no one else knows. <laughs> no one knows I didn't brush my teeth this week. What? <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the past 30 minutes. <clears throat> It was a long quarantine, okay, Nicole? Oh, gosh, I think that'd be spewing out of the sides of your mask. It's <laughs> like seeping Like green out the top smoke, like coming out like in cartoons like where something smells yeah. bad. Yeah. When he eats the Sunday, just <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. Like if you thought social media was toxic, check out what's under my mask. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. I, I agree, though. I, you know, I think... Spending time with people in real life is essential, like oh, getting yeah. off of your phone. Getting, I, I've started putting time limits on my apps so I can unplug and, uh, you know, especially on days like when when our episodes come out or when my episodes release, I'm, I'm, I'm like, man, I'm glued to my phone. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get those downloads and, and, you know, get those likes. And I'm like, oh, I got to get out and talk to a real human. Yes. I need to second. see what an actual unedited <laughs> face looks like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh exactly. God, everyone's hideous. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so let's just say we'll have a, um, pop culture junkie photo shoot and we'll uh, all be in our swimsuits and it'll be unedited mm. and it'll be a special treat for all of our fans in Egypt. Now we're all horrified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sounds great. That sounds like we're going to get like, I don't know. That just doesn't sound legal. <laughs> it doesn't sound legal. Just the way you said it. You're like, you're like, we'll all be in our swimsuits. It'll be a swimsuit edition. Okay, but the way you said it. Yeah. Only fans. Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Our OnlyFans content drops next week. Oh, Ron wow. unedited. Super Joke dorky. Joke is on you guys. My yeah. swimsuit is one of those swimsuits from like the 50s that covers my whole body. Uh, <laughs> mine is not. <laughs> but you know what? I'm. Let's do it. Let's no, do I, it. Uh, this I got is the us. bod and I, I'd represent that, you know, proudly. I was actually at the pool this past weekend and I had my gut out and everything. I was oh, hell using yeah. it to float. It was, it worked. Sunshine it on the gut, man. <laughs> Nothing like it. Using it to float. Using it to my advantage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know what, guys? It is almost summer and I'm counting on the days till the school year ends and I get a summer vacation and also counting on the days till we get to record in person and uh, yes. see each other in person yes. for realsies. I, I am so excited. It's going to be great. I think it's going to happen soon. Everyone keep getting those Fauci ouchies. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Almost there. Almost there. All right, guys. That is our show for this week. I want to thank my fellow junkies for once again visiting and chatting about all Yay. the things that no one else in my life wants to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> And we want to thank all of our 
listeners and remind you guys where you can find us on social media. Shauna, where can they find you? You can find me at Shauna Trinidad on Instagram and on Twitter, S-H-A-U-N-A-T-R-I-N-I-D-A-D. And I just want to say, no matter what you look like, size, color, shape, height, anything, whatever you like to wear, whatever you like to eat is valid and beautiful and perfect. And we love you all. Filter or no cry. filter. Amen. <laughs> Especially awesome. you guys. <laughs> Nicole, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Nicole underscore Eldridge, on Twitter at NALdridge14. And that's about it. Awesome. Alex, what about you? Uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Alcasnun. That's A L C A S N U N. Beautiful. And you can find me, Haley, on Instagram at 30 Nerdy Thriving and on Twitter at 30 Nerdy Pod. And every Monday on the 30 Nerdy and Thriving podcast. Currently on Twitter, I am doing an extensive rundown of all things Benson and Stabler from SVU and Organized Crime. So, yeah, Especially come join those me over thick on Twitter. Cheeks. I was about to say, oh, you got yes. the butts. It's nothing but just thick ass cheeks. <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> And make sure that you go to popculturejunkie.com to find out where to follow all of our social media. So our Facebook and Instagram is there. And please, please like, subscribe, download, review. And review. Review. Leave those reviews. And buy our merch. Buy our merch. Buy merch. That's right. We got some dope stuff going on. Yeah, we do. You guys can get shirts and mugs and stuff with like our faces on it. And we have limited edition friends themed. Yes. Every month we're having limited edition t-shirts and I'm obsessed because last month was Buffy. So I definitely (laughs) snagged that. And so did my bestie, Jessica. She's been rocking it in San Diego. Yeah, there was a Stranger Things one. Yeah. And now it's friends. Yeah, you know. Now it's friends. We stick with pop culture here at Pop Culture Junkie Podcast. (laughs) Who would have thunk it? (laughs) And we'll be there for you. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) I give you snaps. I I try. try, try. (laughs) On that Uh, note. (laughs) On that note. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks again for listening. Bye. 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 Culture Junkie is a production of Pop Culture Entertainment Group. All rights reserved. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.